0: Hey, it's Katherine Rayburg with the Counting My Blessings podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This will mark episode eight. Uh, it has been a wonderful journey the last few months, and I am so grateful to everyone that has tuned in and supported and shared. It's been a really fun platform to just capture special conversations with people near and dear to my heart. And today, I'm actually just on my own. I uh, took the day off. It's Friday the 13th. I thought it's a good day to take off this year, and taking a moment just to um, take care of me. Uh, Christians at daycare. The big boys are at school, and we got a notice yesterday. We don't know how much longer they will actually be in physical school. There's some concerns about rates going up around here. So I thought, you know what? Why not? I've been thinking in my head and mulling over the topic of health and wellness for quite some time, and. In fact, I studied human nutrition, that was my degree in undergrad at Illinois. And I've always loved and been fascinated by the concept of health and wellness and ways to be healthy. Not saying I've got it all figured out by any means. Every day um, I make some good decisions and every couple of days I know I make some bad ones. So try to balance the good with the bad. Uh, But I always dreamed of writing a book called everything in variation and moderation a young woman's guide to being healthy and fit for life and i I titled it and wrote out chapters and ideas all the way back in 2004 right after i graduated and of course i never made it happen so Maybe today, my podcast will be the more version of that idea and that concept I had 16 years ago. At that time, I was trying to capture some thoughts around trends that were big at that point. Satiety scale um, was really big. So I had a chapter called Am I a 10 or what? And being in touch with their satiety scale Meaning if you were a one, you were starving. And if you were a 10, you were super full. And at the time they really never wanted you to be outside of kind of that three to seven range to always be somewhat hungry, but never be um, too full. So that was kind of an interesting trend at that time. I also remember glycemic index was big, so I had a a chapter titled, Eat the Steak and Then the Potato, Being in Touch with Your Glycemic Index, and that really is around blood glucose and insulin response and giving your body protein before you give it too much sugar, Um, so that was another interesting trend back then. Well, today, fast forward 16 years, there's some newer science and newer things that have been going on in the wellness and nutrition field. And I've been utilizing some strategies now for about 18 months. Um, My friend Melanie Brown, and I can't wait, sometime I need to have her on, She has introduced me to a lot of really amazing programs um, that have really gently nudged me towards some great lifestyle changes. So I'll talk a little bit about those today. Um, One you may have seen me share on Facebook from time to time is called the Faster Way to Fat Loss. And it's really based upon the science of intermittent fasting. And I've really kind of taken a liking to this lifestyle. It's almost mindless for a diet um, because you can, it's really just all about time feeding and spending more time in a kind of resting state of digestion. So the concept is for me anyway, I follow a 16, eight most of the time. So I typically um, will get up in the morning and have a big glass of ice water and then I'll have several glasses of hot tea I usually just use the same tea bag but drink several glasses throughout the morning just keep myself hydrated and um, to kind of push off the hunger a little bit all the way up until the noon hour I try to at least go until noon And I am amazed. It sounds crazy to skip breakfast. And and I know for years and years and years, we've all been told the breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Um, But I think about it more of breaking my fast versus breakfast first thing in the morning. And so um, I can really focus and get a lot of hydration in in the morning. And I'm definitely by around lunchtime, I'm really starting to get hungry. And so then I really focus on what they call in the program whole food nutrition, which is really simple foods um, that are mostly whole and um, not not really heavily processed. And I am not in a phase of life right now um, between work and the kids and all the craziness of the world. I don't do great at meal prep. We are, we barely are cooking. We're more like assembling um, and we typically order all of our groceries on um On the app Instacart so pretty much my meal prep consists of ordering the groceries trying to make pretty healthy choices in the order in the grocery ordering and then ordering things that are really easy to put together so when I break my fast around lunchtime I am really big into eggs I love eggs hard-boiled eggs or poached eggs or scrambled eggs most of the time we have leftover scrambled eggs in the fridge from making the kids breakfast so, I'll eat some kind of eggs or protein. I also will throw salmon a lot of the time in the oven with just like some dill or olive oil. Um, chicken is huge. Uh, those are so easy to throw in the crock pot and let them cook all day. So, I'll eat a lot of chicken um, and then avocados. I never go without having avocados in the fridge. So, I'll have some kind of protein, usually an avocado. And then I'm finding these simple. Um, individual serving size of salad kits to be a lifesaver right now also just the bag salad kits aaron and i will split those a lot everything is in there the dressing the little crunchy piece the vegetables the lettuce or um, leafy greens kale or spinach Um, they're so easy and they're pretty reasonable so we'll buy four or five each week on our grocery list and have them ready to go for lunch so a big salad with some good protein and avocado at lunchtime. And then um, really pretty limited snacking throughout the day. That really fills you up after, you know, you've kind of come into the lunch hour hungry, that fills you up. But I do love having nuts on hand, even chocolate covered nuts. I love dark chocolate almonds, love berries, blueberries, raspberries, strawberries. And a lot of the foods that I'm listing that I love, I'm kind of drawn to, I've been doing a little bit of research and most of them seem to fall kind of in this top 10 or top 20 best foods that you can eat. So, you know, high in protein, high in good fats, high in antioxidants, great for immunity, um, which is really important this year. Obviously, we all want to be coming from a place of being the healthiest that we can be, just in case we do come in contact with the coronavirus. The best thing we can do for ourselves is battle it in our healthiest state. So, that's kind of my lunch and afternoon snacks. And I will typically maybe even do a little bit more hot water with the, maybe a fresh tea bag or. I do sneak in Diet Dr. Pepper um, more often than I probably should, but I, that is definitely one of my um, sinful pleasures, I guess, that I do enjoy. And then dinner time is usually kind of game on, whatever the heck we can throw together with the boys, craziness. Um, they're kind of still picky eaters, Titus more so is, than than Logan. Logan actually loves steak and chicken, so that's great. But Titus is more of a chicken tenders, mac and cheese kind of guy. So. Um, we always try to have some kind of vegetable out with whatever we're offering and steamed vegetables from the freezer have become our go-tos they're super easy and they're pretty tasty i love um, this and also in the produce section you can get the steam packs of fresh vegetables so we always have cauliflower or broccoli or green beans something simple on hand and then try to offer some kind of protein. And then of course, there's always um, boys that want their treats. And from time to time, I will, do, I will jump right in there with them. Logan and I discovered this week that we both love Bitto Honey. It takes me back to a time when we did a, um, a field trip to the Nestle Bike Factory in Normal, way back in the Zion days, maybe like third, fourth, or fifth grade, and I got fresh Bitto Honey off the production line. And so every time I bite into it, I have that amazing memory. So It's not perfect. I don't, and I don't track and I don't calculate. Um, That is a component of the faster way. They really encourage you to track your macros, macros being protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Um, I think because I studied nutrition, I can do a little bit more of intuitive eating. I have kind of a good feel for portion and for what's good and what's not good. I'm sure I would have much better results if I stopped and tracked, but it's just, that's just not something I find feasible or doable right now. So just kind of do my best to make the choices in the moment. Um, So that's a typical day. I definitely still enjoy um, glasses of wine, uh, Malibu diet, if you know me well, that's kind of one of my other favorites. So I I typically save adult beverages more for the weekends and unwinding on Fridays and Saturdays, but those do sneak into my diet from time to time as well. Um, The other piece that I've really enjoyed is the working out. Um, I would say, I've never. I, I was, a, you know, a dancer in high school and in college, cheerleading in high school. Um, I always enjoyed running from time to time. I've done a few half marathons, never properly trained for them at all, but kind of tried to be like a um, fly by the seat of my pants runner from time to time. Many more people that are uh, much more disciplined in that field than me. And I and I kept telling myself, you know, I don't care for running. I love walking. So I try to do my best for getting you know, right around those 10,000 steps per day. Great to have an Apple Watch that tracks all that for you and kind of fun to see rings get closed, but it's not something I completely obsess over by any means. And if it happens, great. If it doesn't, tomorrow's another day. Um, but I do try to move my body every day. And um, I got into kind of more of the Hit, which is high intensity interval training and resistance training through the faster way too. They had really good on demand video workouts. And so that really got me into um, getting in a good routine. I would say probably three to four times a week. I do maybe a 30 minute workout video, which is not a lot of time. At the time, it seems like, oh my gosh, how can I squeeze this in? And then once I do it, I always feel so much better. So I'm wired more so to wanna to work out first thing in the morning. It can be tricky. Um, a pro of working from home right now has been, I might get all the kids off and try and get like a half hour in between like eight and 8.30, jump in the shower and be ready for nine o'clock calls. So try to squeeze it in when I can and then maybe get a walk in around the lunch hour or at night, it is getting cooler. And I was a little anxious about the, the cooler temperatures. So I invested in some fleece um, workout pants some kind of warmer shoes on Amazon that were like 30 bucks, nothing big or expensive. Um, So I am trying to get myself excited about the idea of getting out and moving outside, even in the winter this year, just getting some good sunshine, always great to convert um, your vitamin D, you know, or yeah, into, I'm trying to think about this calcium into vitamin D. That's how it works when you get outside. And that's so important for you. So just some ideas. Uh, I never got that book written, but I thought maybe today would be helpful to give you some ideas and tips and tricks for just approaching life in a little healthier way. I don't, um, I really don't focus so much on the scale per se or my actual weight. It's more about how I'm feeling. I know things are going well when I can keep up with the kids and run around with them. Um, Logan was shocked the other day. We were playing hide and go seek in the yard and he went running and juking one way, and I and I caught him. And he's like, "Mom, the, fr- the my friends on the playground can barely do that. How did you do that?" And so that just really felt good. And I would I would consider that a really great victory. That you know you've got young kids and Christians always asking me to sit down on the floor with him and play with toys and being able to pop up and off the floor. And you know I'm just in my late 30s. I still want to be able to do that for many many years to come. So. I really focus on the workout piece not for muscles or definition or six packs but much more so for functionality in day-to-day life and being able to keep up with things so hopefully that gives you a little bit of inspiration Um, I also would recommend following a couple people on social media there is definitely something about having kind of this positive influence kind of on a daily basis that helps me Um, I love the idea of your faith in God and combining that with fitness and your body being a temple. And really um, when you work out, that is more of like a worship to God. So Revelation Wellness, I was introduced to also by Melanie. She always has amazing um, programs to be following and, and paying attention to. Elisa Keaton is the founder of Revelation Wellness, and she is wonderful to follow on Instagram. She even does free little 10-minute workouts or stretches or Um, more meditation type things. So that would be one I would recommend. Amanda Truss is the founder of Faster Way to Fat Loss, and I do enjoy following her. And um, she kind of helps walk through a, a day in the life of every day, kind of talking about the lifestyle. And they have certain days that you follow more low carb and talk about what workouts are assigned to that day. Again, my approach is a little bit more day by day, take it as you can, do what works for you that day. And so I, as I mentioned at the beginning, I think mine, I don't think is any one specific program I could call a bit more. So just trying to do a little bit more good than and and balance that with a few of the bad decisions that I do make. And maybe I shouldn't even call them bad decisions. It's more just like living life. And when my mom cooks um, homemade pumpkin pie, like she did last week, I cannot turn it down. It's delicious, and I love it. and, I think my parents' cooking is probably the one that I will always um, just eat it up and enjoy it and and then get up the next day and go about to my normal fasting routine. I think when opportunities come to enjoy life together and share in fellowship and fun, absolutely take advantage of those and don't overthink anything, just enjoy it in the moment and and know that the next day when it's a normal routine, Wednesday or Friday, Um, Just get back to your normal decisions and trying to make healthy choices. Um, Fridays, I always try to actually fast a little bit longer knowing we might order pizza or we might do something fun and have drinks. So Fridays are kind of my day where I might try to get a really good workout in and then fast longer, maybe even one, two, three in the afternoon with good hydration and then enjoy like a really nice meal on Friday night. So those are my ideas. Um, Would totally love to hear what strategies you're using right now, how you stay motivated. If there's anybody that you really enjoy following, definitely share those ideas with me too. So hope you all enjoyed this Freaky Friday and thanks for partaking in my uh, Everything in Variation and Moderation, A Young Woman's Guide to Being Healthy and Fit for Life, abbreviated audio version of my book 16 years later than when I wanted to make it and just keep uh, getting after it day after day and staying healthy so that you can all come at whatever may come our way and the healthiest version of yourself. Take care. Bye-bye.